0: Oh my gosh, it's been a bit. How are you doing, beautiful human? Well, it's been a bit, and I think it's time to record this episode because we're wrapping up the first quarter of 2021, and I've had some very impactful learnings in ways that I think are not normally shared. Um, So today's episode's going to be fun. Um, It's really about this theme of going inward before we can go outward, whether that's in our relationships, our friendships, our businesses. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down three things that will help you go inward. And I'll explain what going inward is. And I'll explain and share some stories with you of entrepreneurs and even uh, stories around myself where by going inward first, we've achieved more joy, more success in our lives. And it's just an unorthodox way of going about it. And I'm hoping by sharing this episode, it opens your eyes to the possibility of doing things slightly different than I would say the majority of our culture does things. So stay tuned, (laughs) it's gonna be good. This is for all the artists and entrepreneurs, those of you with big ideas, unique skills, but still struggle to answer questions like, how do I make money yet still have time to be an artist? How do I run a business if my mind isn't wired that way? And how can I create a future that isn't solely dependent on me trading my time for money? My name is Nathan Freitas, and this podcast is dedicated to answering those questions and demystifying running a profitable creative business. Okay, so <clears throat> first of all, I get a lot of questions. <laughs> People have texted me, sent me Instagram messages. Nathan, where are you? (laughs) You know, if you look at my Instagram account, you'll see that I I haven't been incredibly active um, since the beginning of the year. I I haven't been really posting a lot of podcast episodes. And, And let me explain why. I came to a point at the end of the year, and I had this really emotional, beautiful emotional planning uh, session with a friend of mine, Mary Hyatt. She'd hosted this executive uh, planning um, workshop. So it was a full day, uh, basically a day and a half of planning for 2021. And it's not just like, it's literally like a mixture of like energy, uh, work, inner work, and from the that place of groundedness, then defining what your goals are for the upcoming year. And so I had this really emotional experience doing that with her. And I found myself breaking down in this group of about 12 people in this, you know, this very private, intimate setting where we spent all day together planning and going deep. And I found myself breaking down and and, and realizing that I didn't want to work harder. I was tired of working harder. And it felt counterintuitive to say that. Um, and so a lot of my goals, it was interesting. They came and I distilled them down into one word and that word was consistent. Now that might not be an exciting word for you all, but, or for you, but it's, it's an exciting word for me because what it did is it released a lot of the pressure. If you look at the last half of the year for me, or last three months of the year, I was pushing hard. I was launching. And that wasn't flowing. It's hard to articulate. It At the end of the year, I didn't accomplish the goal that I wanted. However, I was grateful for the push and what it taught me. So as I was looking back, I was like, you know what? I just... Why am I working so hard? The conversation I was having with my girlfriend at the time, too. She, we, the conversation was always like, we have to work harder. We have to work harder. So, anyways, just to kind of wrap up this thought and the story, I came into 2021 not wanting to work harder. I'm using the word consistent because it... I believe if I consistently show up in all areas of my life that are important to me, then god will do the rest that's not a spiritual god it's a source universe um the whole other conversation but uh and i plan on having that by the way <laughs> i've had some pretty cool experiences over the first quarter here of the year but that was the that was a realization coming into the year and um i also just got back from a joda spends meditation retreat I was in Mexico for seven days, ended up extending my trip another seven days, or a total of about 14 days in Mexico, where I met some unexpected people, and I had some really unexpected experiences. Um, But one of the biggest takeaways from that workshop, you probably can guess it, was that we can accomplish so much by doing less. And I need to be very clear And I would encourage you to study and learn about Joe Dispenza and what he's teaching. Um, This isn't about sitting on your couch all day and doing nothing and just thinking positive thoughts and manifesting what's going to happen. It's not at all what it's about. What it is about is connecting with God. And in this case, we're using meditation as a channel for that. Um... And from that place of groundedness, allowing yourself to go into partnership with this all-knowing source, and from there, create, from there, take action. As opposed to what most of us, and I'm raising my hand and putting myself in this bucket, what most of us do is we create from a place of scarcity. I don't have that house, so I'm going to work my ass off to get that house. Um, I don't have that promotion yet, but if I work harder for the next year and a half, I can get that promotion. It's a different way of doing things. And quite frankly, it's a a way that I'm not 100% in line with anymore. Don't get me wrong, I still got incredible work ethic. I'm still the guy who's going to stay up late and record podcast episodes like this when it's an hour and a half past the time I normally go to bed. I'll get the stuff done and need to get done, but only... It's from a place of power. And so that's what today's episode's about. I'm going to dig in here. Um, I'm going to spend, you know, we're we're not going to spend more than 30 minutes together this morning. And I want to share on this idea of going inward before you can go outward. Now that phrase came from a book. um, Actually, one of the women I met in Mexico at this event, her name's Radha Agrawal. And she was the co-founder of a company called Thinks. Uh, and it was, it's a, a feminine period panties and they're sold around the world. She recently sold the company with her sister, who was also the co-founder of the tw- her twin sister. And she also is a CEO of a company called Daybreakers. And it's this really cool uh, community of humans who get together in the morning and basically have a dance party, a sober dance party. It's a way of getting your endorphins off, connecting with other humans, dancing, moving your body. It's athletic, and it's a great way to start the day. So she started this massive worldwide community called Daybreaker. So I was talking with her, and um, she inspired me to, to, to get her book. It's called Belong. And if you're interested in building a community, I highly recommend reading this book. And the first part of the book had that phrase, and it hit me. She said, go, you must go inward before you can go outward. And I think she might have been quoting someone else, but I didn't write that down. Um, But that phrase really stuck with me. And it really solidified what I've been doing for the past three months. I think if you sit back and you look at your goals and kind of reassess where you are for the year, it's a good time to do that. But I would encourage you, as I share these three tactics, if you will, for going inward, I would encourage you to use these things in tandem with your goal setting, uh, because I find it's been pretty transformative for me. So let's get into this first one. Um, I talked about my planning session coming into 2021. And um, one of the most important and valuable things I got out of that planning session was this, this framework, if you will, of feeling first, and then assigning the goal to that feeling and and let me phrase it another way Um, unless you can find a feeling that really resonates with you it makes no sense to create a goal right the goal should get you to that feeling does that make sense think about that Uh, how many times do we create a goal because we think it's a good number I want to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30 I remember setting that goal well but, but what ended up happening is that, that number, that million-dollar number, actually isn't a number that I care about. I don't care about money like that. I care about freedom and the ability to travel and, and buy things that I want to buy, but I don't care about the specific million-dollar number. It just wasn't something that resonated. I didn't realize that for 10 years, <laughs> but um, that, was, uh, that, that was an issue. So you have to feel first. You have to articulate what feelings you want. So I I would encourage you to do this. We're through the first quarter, just about through the first three months of the year. You've got nine more to go. Sit back, think about what you've done, how that's made you feel, what feelings do you want to have for the next three months, and then from that place, assign your goals. What are the specific, tangible things Right? You, you, you want to make those smarter goals so they're specific, they're measurable, they're attainable, right? They're not too far out there, but they stretch you enough. They're time stamped, right? So it's going to happen on this particular time. Right? You get it smarter. Look it up. It's a great way. It's a great framework for setting goals. But set that goal to the feeling. The goal will get you to the feeling. So make sure those things are aligned. Seems kind of simple, but it's actually an exercise that I had to do over and over again because I would write out, I would basically write out, you know, 20 feelings and then I would distill those down into 10 and I distill those down into, I think, five. You want no more than five. And then from there, I started figuring out what are the, what are the main goals that I've got. So that's kind of tactic one, right? Align your goals with your feelings. Yes, yes, yes. And if you don't feel like you're a feeler, step up. (laughs) We all have feelings. Whether we share them externally or not, you can do this. All right, so that's number one. Number two, so we're kind of going through this theme of going inward before we can go outward. And before I share number two, I want to share another story with you because you might be skeptical as you're listening to me. Um, We're at the 12-minute mark of this podcast episode, and you might be thinking, I'm not sure if this is going to be what I want to, uh, you know, what the, I'm going to get something out of this, and I assure you will. So let me share a story with you. My friend Mary Hyatt, she's been doing a lot of this work, this inner work for, I'd say, about 10 to 12 years now. So she's kind of a pro at it, and I think it's a good thing to preface with because she's been doing it for a while, and so she's starting to learn this tool. Because um, this next tool I'm going to share is, is dealing with meditation yes meditation not not a religious meditation but meditation um and what's been really cool is i've been watching mary do this and what she's done i'm sharing the story with you and then and then i'm going to tell you specifically about what she's doing but what I've noticed her being able to do is, coming, especially coming back from this retreat, she would go into these really deep meditations and, and she would have very strong visions of where she wanted to take her life. And um, she'd have strong visions around not doing more, but stepping back and letting God come in and, and do it with her. And again, as I'm saying God, just know God for me is a triggering word. I grew up in a beautiful Christian home, but it's Christianity, the faith, the specific religion, for me, is not a story that resonates with me anymore. I feel like there are so many beautiful humans and beautiful religions. To me, they're all pointing to the same thing. And it's this all-knowing, all-loving source. And that source is in us. We're all from it. We're made of it. And the only thing getting in our way of that is is kind of those separation, those worldly things. It could be I mean, gosh, it could be anything. It's basically, (laughs) I mean, anything that makes you feel separate from it is separation. Cars, lack, lack of, that's probably a better word, the things that you're lack of. If I only had this trip, if I only had this car, if I only had this job, all of these things are separation and they prevent us from feeling that love, joy, abundance. But that's source. It's available to us at all times we just have to tap into it and what I'm learning is meditation is a way to do that so I'm watching Mary and she's not like actually watching her every minute of the day but we talk about our meditations and what's been really cool is I have been watching her get you know thousands and thousands of dollars coming to her in unexpected ways um, without her doing really anything I'm getting new clients from seemingly nowhere uh, meeting new people right? these these synchronicities are happening a lot more frequently a lot more frequently it 's really inspiring to watch um, and it's and I would say it 's a direct relation to the abundance and the mindset that she 's able to get to through meditation so let me explain this meditations um, because The simplest way is just to start small. Again, I'm gonna go with that consistent word. For me, consistently stepping up doesn't mean I have to consistently, for instance, exercise for an hour every day. That's pretty taxing. But if I consistently work out every day, and that could be five minutes on one day, an hour on the other, but I'm still consistently exercising, then it'll work. So for me, when it comes to meditation, there's a very basic 20-minute morning meditation and uh, I would encourage you to go do a quick YouTube search for Joe Dispenza, and that's D-E-S-P, I believe it's E-N-Z-A, Joe Dispenza, 20-minute morning meditation. You'll find it out there. It's public access. It's a great morning meditation, but for for you that are listening right now and you want to do this right after this episode, um, I'll explain it for you. The The 20-minute meditation is br- basically broken down into three core pieces. Um. Number one, Joe really encourages you to, and it's a guided meditation. It's, for me, let me explain this for a second. I also, for me, meditation in the past was about quieting the mind. What you'll notice in this meditation, it's not so much about quieting the mind. Um, it's more about really owning your feelings. So the first part of the meditation, he's going to guide you to connect with really the the vastness around us. And what I find is when I start thinking about, he'll, he, the word he uses is space, right? The space in between your ears or the space between your shoulders and the room. But what he's talking about is when you bring your awareness outside of your body and you start to think about the vastness of space, think about all of the universes that exist and your itsy-bitsy body placed right here on planet Earth and then right here in this country and then right here in this home, within a city, you know what I mean? Like that vastness, like when I say that right now, I, can, I feel like, oh, whoa, my, my chest just opens up. It's like, that's crazy to think about how tiny I am in this vast, 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 vast universe. So the whole first part of the meditation is just creating your awareness and focusing on that. Bringing your attention to the fact that you are an itsy-bitsy thing in this vast, vast universe. And what that does is it kind of takes you out of your body. Um, And then the next portion is what you're doing is once you've come to that place of kind of stillness, if you will, from there, you then set the intention. And this is the twist for me, right? This isn't about just silencing the mind. It is then saying, what is it that I really want? And this is very much in line with that goal setting exercise I just walked through, but you're setting the intention of what do I want? I do this every morning for 20 minutes, sometimes I'll, I'll meditate for an hour and a half, but at the very least you can do 20 minutes. That intention, um, that intention of, you know, let's say I wanna be a CEO of my own business, or I wanna live in a house in a neighborhood that is filled with children running down the streets with their families. You set that intention and usually that thought, if it's so strong, you then can move that thought to an elevated emotion. To an emotion in your body i typically feel it in my chest and it takes some work here too but you want to move from that thought to the elevated emotion that feeling and you want that feeling to really resonate and so joe just guides you through that recognizing the space setting the attention and then having that move into your body as a feeling and the last part of that meditation is also then recognizing the things that you are no longer going to do The things that have historically gotten in the way and this for me is typically those stories those inner stories that we tell ourselves in the middle of the day you're not successful you're not good enough you're not connected enough you don't have enough money fill in the blank so it really is a powerful tool right so this is the second of the three tools i'm sharing with you the first one reassess your goals align feelings first how do you want to feel? Then set your goals. The second tool that I just share with you is that Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, 20-minute meditation. These are both examples of way of going inward before you go outward. Let me tell you, when I start my day with these meditations, I was telling my kids this morning, it's like a painter. If you if you aren't meditating or if you're not creating space for your brain to actually for you to define what the hell it is you want to feel and if you're not doing that in the morning and you're just jumping into your phone you're jumping into the day I say this with no judgment I say this is fact it's as if you're a painter and instead of starting with a blank canvas where you can create your own piece of work you're starting with a canvas that is already halfway filled up halfway painted and you're spending your day you're spending your life kind of Drawing around what's already been written or already been drawn, right? You want to start with a blank canvas, and this is one of the ways you can do that. All right, I'm going to hit you with one more last quick, easy tool here as we wrap up this episode that'll help you go inward before you can go outward. And that's—you've um, heard me talk about this a lot. It's morning pages. Um, I got this from a book called *The Artist's Way*. It's a beautiful read, <clears throat> not just for artists. But the morning pages is a very, very simple exercise. It takes no more than 30 minutes every single morning. The very first thing you do before you do anything is you sit down and you write three full pages of free hand, free writing notes. It's basically journaling with no intention. You just sit there and just write. There have been mornings where I've started out and saying, I feel like crap. And I don't feel like writing this morning. But then what happens is you get about halfway through, about a page and a half through, two pages through, and you'll notice some things start bubbling up, fears that you might have had, goals that you might have set and forgotten about, people you want to reconnect with. You just write it down. You don't judge it. You just write it down. I can tell you right now from my life, when I've done these three things consistently, my days are more fulfilling. I feel more joy and more love in myself, and I'm just a happier human. So, a um, couple glass tips here for the morning pages before I wrap up. Um, I would encourage you to make it a fun of make it a fun experience. Uh, one of the things that I do is I just light a candle. I've got a chair set up uh, in my in my bedroom that's catty corner to my bed. And I just get out of bed. I might use the restroom if I need to and then I'll sit right down light that candle put on some cool music and I'll just sit there and write and it's my way of loving myself. Um, from there I jump into my 20-minute meditation. From there I go to the gym and at that point I am ready to rock the day and what's been really beautiful and I'll leave you with this story. One of the things I've been really convicted with uh, was this, this first part of the year is just really being a more present dad. And that was a big thing for me to do. That meant that I had to sacrifice some business goals that I had because I really want to be a loving father. And I am a loving father, but I wanted to be a present, even more present. As my children are becoming teenagers, I think it's really important that I step in right now. I really only have a few more years of impactful time with them. And then they're going to be kind of on their own, you know, and then coming back every once in a while for help. But it just was on my heart. I remember sharing this with one of my friends and just, I said, my job as a dad, this is a, this is a a responsibility that I chose. And so to do that, to be able to be present in that space, um, being a parent is very hard. Um, I found that by consistently doing my inner work, it made me more grounded and more powerful and more present. In all areas of my life. And so as I was reading this book, again, Belong by Radha, that I shared earlier in this episode, as I'm reading that book, and again, I read that phrase, you must go inward before you can go outward. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. That's what I've been doing. And I've been doing that in my business as well. So as I leave you with this, just know that, you know, I've been doing a lot of this inner work, and this is why I've been quiet, because I didn't feel comfortable enough sharing without really fully understanding what was going on in my soul. I am in this huge, exciting next chapter in my life. I'm going from this Nathan that was, um, you know, this corporate Nathan, this fortune, you know, 100 Nathan, this, this guy who was going to be the CEO or CMO of a publicly traded company and have the big title and have the big team and honestly have the big stress and the big paycheck. That was one Nathan. And now I'm moving into this artist, this leader, this connected human who still wants to have a big impact in the world, but I want to do it in in unorthodox ways, in ways where I'm still able to be fully connected and not stressed Out where I can't be me the majority of the time. And so you're experiencing that with me. If you're listening to this episode, um, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. There's a peace in knowing that there are other ways of accomplishing, I'll say, success. And it might not be success than the expected ways, but it's success because at the end of the day, you feel so damn good to be alive and to be yourself that you can't help but share that with others. And I'm witnessing that with my friendships. I'm witnessing that with romantic relationships. I'm witnessing that with my children um, and in my business. So I hope these three tools are really helpful for you. I had it on my heart to really share this episode. Um, If they were helpful, please leave a review for my podcast. (laughs) They're in... um, and I guess Apple Podcasts is probably the best way to leave a review. But um, I would love to hear from you if this has been helpful. And uh, also share this episode with a friend. The more people I get hearing, the more impact I have. And guess what? That makes me even happier. Because uh, that's why I wake up, is to really have an impact in this world. With that, I will leave you. I hope the day is an amazing day for you. in whichever way it comes, you rock. We'll talk soon. See ya. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Listen, I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can implement in your life or business immediately. But before you go, I've got one ask of you, and that's to please subscribe and rate this podcast. Help me help other creative entrepreneurs like you and I. And here's the deal, when you leave your rating, you'll win a 15 minute free consultative meeting with me to talk specifically about your business. Just send me an email with an image or a screenshot of your rating, and we'll schedule the timing. Thanks again, you rock.